Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is your host, Sherry Miter, and we are continuing our series on the Clifton Strengths 34. And today I'm going to talk to you about my self-assurance. I tried to find somebody else (laughs) that had self-assurance and apparently it must be one of the rare ones because nobody else I know had self-assurance in their top five. So if you do, I definitely want to hear from you. Even if you have it in your top 10, reach out to me and say, Sherry, I'm with you. I have it too. So before we jump into self-assurance, I did want to let you know what my top five are. So they are futuristic, maximizer, self-assurance, command, and strategic. And I love my strengths. I lead with influencing, followed by strategic thinking, a little bit of relationship building in there, and then a little tiny bit of executing. (laughs) Um, So it makes for a very unique uh, combination. But I love my influencing theme. And that is where self-assurance is. Self-assurance does come from the influencing domain. And one of the things I notice with my self-assurance is that when I am at my best, oh, this this trait does just make me shine. It makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so confident. It makes me feel like I can conquer anything. But if I'm not in a healthy spot and I'm self-doubting and I'm questioning what I'm doing, then self-assurance, it's hard. Like, oh, and I really need to work hard to bring it back because I find that I can get easily distracted with imposter syndrome or comparing myself to others or listening to so many voices that I just get confused and I get lost in the sea. So I'm really, really trying to embrace my self-assurance and make it one of the ones that I work to really build to that super strength. And it is one I've struggled with, like some of the others, strategic, futuristic, like I feel like I've conquered them. Like they are definitely superpowers of mine. Self-assurance, mm, I'm struggling with this one. How do I don't say I'm struggling with it? But it's definitely one that is not quite a superpower yet for me. But that's my goal this year is to make self-assurance my superpower. And that's just right there. Something that I would love to share with you is like, what are, which one of your top five strengths do you look at and think? Hmm, you know, I don't really do this one as well as I do some of the others. And maybe that's the one that you really want to work on. And that is something that I do work with my coaching clients now that I'm doing the the strengths coaching. That's something we dive into is like we take those strengths and make sure that they are strengths, that they're not just your talents and themes, but let's like dive in. How can you work 
and really be on purpose with that one theme to make it a superpower. And imagine what life would look like if you could take all of your top five and make them truly superpowers. And then you start working on your top 10, like, holy smokes, you would be unstoppable and have so much fulfillment in your life. That's the goal, my friends. Like, that is truly the goal. But okay, I'm getting a little sidetracked off of self-assurance. So I'm going to read you the description of self-assurance and just talk a little bit about it, how it shows shows up in my life, and then a few cool things that I just discovered as I was getting ready to record this podcast that I'm super excited to share with you. So self-assurance is similar to self-confidence. People with strong self-assurance talents have faith in their strengths and abilities. They know that they can take risks, meet new challenges, state claims, and most importantly, deliver. But self-assurance is more than just self-confidence. People dominant, people with dominant self-assurance talents have confidence in both their abilities and their judgment. They have an inner sense of certainty that affirms their direction and decisions. And it goes on, people dominant in the self-assurance theme, when they're in action, feel confident in their ability to manage their own lives. They possess an inner compass that gives them confidence that their decisions are right, are willing to take necessary risks, believe that their perspective is unique and distinct, can bounce back from disappointments and crisis. And when I hear all of that for myself, I definitely see the willing to take risks and the bounce back from disappointments and crisis. Um, Many people don't even know the stuff that I've been through. (laughs) And a lot of people I find look at my life and they think, wow, she just got it all going on. And, but the thing is, there's, there's stuff happening. I just choose not to dwell on it. I choose not to stay stuck there. And I choose to just bounce back from it. Now, that being said, believe me, there have been times, um, You know, the year after my mother, the year my mother passed away, she passed away in January. So the beginning of the year, that whole entire year, I did not bounce back well at all. Major depression, major self-doubt, major just like, um, yeah, just major depression. That was it. Um, That was a hard, hard year for me. And it took me a long time to bounce back from that. So I'm totally not saying that. I always bounce back quickly. That's not it. And people with self-assurance don't always, depending on the magnitude of what is happening. But for the most part, we are ones that we can compartmentalize. Like we have a crisis going on, but we just buckle up and we we move ahead. And I definitely see when I take my command and my self-assurance, I am one, I love action. I love to just... My solution, if something is happening in somebody's lives, I just, twice over the last month, I've had to go out and help out with my granddaughter because my grandson has been very ill. Now he's doing fine. He's doing much better now. Um, Thank you, Jesus. But um, I am one immediately. When there is a crisis, I am like, okay, what can I do? And it's not, I don't get into a woe is me or why is this happening to me and all of that. But what I see is I go into action mode. I go into, okay, we have this to deal with. 
let's, let's, you know, get into action. How are we going to help out with this? And then let's move forward and then move on. And I realize that truly is my self-assurance and my command taking over. And also too, when it comes to business, there's been a lot of times that I've not hit my goals and I've been disappointed or, you know, that things didn't work out the way that I wanted them to. Or even, I'll be real, this past year, making this big career change, that's been challenging. Um, and I've had self-doubt. I've had doubts of, why am I walking away from this? <laughs> I have that conversation frequently. Why am I walking away from a successful business to do this other thing and starting from scratch again? But I know my inner compass, my inner direction is leading me to something bigger. And I know it's there. So I can bounce back from the disappointments. I can bounce back from the crisis and just keep on going. And I'm reminded of, I remember once Mary Kay Ash saying that she had the bloodiest knees of all. And she just kept falling down and getting back up again and falling down and getting back up again. She probably had self-assurance in her. And that's what we do. It's not that we don't fall down. It's just we get up, dust ourselves off and move on. And we don't stay dwelling in it. So to the outside world, they may think that we don't have issues happening and that everything just goes smooth for us. And that's totally not it. We are like that duck on the water. Like it may look good on the surface, but underneath we're paddling hard and we're just getting through things. So I definitely see that in the self-assurance for myself. The other piece that really struck me was the one, the willing to take necessary risks. And that is totally me. I am such a risk taker. I love a good challenge. Like when you go in and you read more of my specific description of self-assurance. Actually, I'll just read this for you. It says, and this is the one that is customized for me based on my other strengths. And it says, chances are good that you describe the good life as taking the dare, walking to the edge, running toward the unknown, or working high in the air without a net to stop your fall. You probably enjoy the rush of adrenaline that accompanies risky deeds or decisions. And oh my gosh, that is so me now, except for the net or the, the high working high in the air without a net. I'm definitely afraid of heights, (laughs) but the analogy of that is so me. That's why I've been able to start many businesses, uh, three that have been really successful or will be successful. I have total belief that this new business venture is going to be highly successful, my most successful venture yet. But it's risky to start a new business. And I've always been willing to just like, well, let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. Also, when it comes to moving, um, when it comes to how we do our life, like just to me, it's worth taking the risk. And not taking the risk is boring to me. It's, I don't like that feeling. And I realize when I'm feeling, again, unrest or just antsy. Sometimes it's that I haven't pushed myself recently, that I've kind of gave myself the comforts of everything working smoothly. I need to be pushed out of my comfort zone to be at my absolute best. And I realize that is my self-assurance, that I need to be pushed to try something new, 
push to do something that's gonna like give me butterflies and make my palms sweat. (laughs) But that's where I come alive is once I conquer that fear. There's something so exhilarating about that feeling. So those are the things that really stand out to me with self-assurance. The self-confidence part, that comes and goes. I'll be perfectly honest. There are times that I feel 110% confident in what's going on and what I'm doing. And other times I have so much self-doubt and I question it. And I realize that's because I'm not showing up healthy in my self-assurance. And one of the things that does help me is, and it actually is in my description here, is to study the facts, ponder concepts, test theories, and sharpen your skills you feel most alive or when I do that. And that's so true because it's not like I take risks without knowledge. I love to learn. That's also one of my top 10 is learner. So I love to take the knowledge the experience that I've already had, put them together and then go conquer the thing. So it's not like you're just jumping in willy nilly, being a risk taker and being crazy. It's you do it with a plan, with a strategy, with knowledge, and then you're willing to step into try that next thing, whether it's a new business venture or whatever it looks like. So we have been talking in this series about the blind spots and the barriers, and I'll read you the blind spots with self-assurance is they tend to think they can work on their own, and they may seem stubborn and overconfident. And I'm sure my husband would totally agree with the stubborn part. And I feel like sometimes, too, the overconfident piece, that can I definitely see where that is a barrier at times because I've noticed this in group situations that were supposed to be um, brainstorming, especially if in my team where I am the leader and then the team members. And I never looked at them as being under me necessarily, but they perceive that. And I found so many times that people would just agree with me. And I think it was the self-assurance, maybe shining so much that they felt like, wow, if Sherry thinks that, then it must be true. Or if that's what she thinks, then that must be the way to do it. And honestly, I don't like that. I like people to question me. I want people to come up with their own ideas. I want them to maybe test what I'm saying and say, wait a minute, what about this idea? And that's how we brainstorm and make each other better. I love having community efforts, but I do see that sometimes my confidence comes up so strong that people are maybe intimidated to question things. So I have to really work on that. One of the things that I've learned to do is to ask people their opinions first, and then I offer mine. And that works really well so that they're not just agreeing with whatever I said, they're actually sharing what they truly feel. And also I've noticed like in group settings that sometimes I definitely have to make sure to include others and to say, you know, hey, what do you think about this? Or what ideas do you have? And really affirm those ideas. And 
as far as the tend to think they can work on their own, um, yeah, I definitely have fallen into that trap too, that sometimes I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> and it, that's more frustration, but I love when I can have a great team that works with me. But yeah, I, there's definitely times that I'm just like, I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> so I see now that is self-assurance <laughs> in a basement or blind spot. So again, as I'm working on self-assurance this year, those will be things that I'll, I'll definitely start being more aware of and working through. All right. So one of the things I wanted to share that was super exciting to see for me, um, I just received the new package for my strengths coaching certification program that begins actually today because this is going to air on Monday and the certification program actually I'll be in the middle of that probably while you are uh, listening to this but one of the materials they sent me was insights for coaching managers and helping managers lead with the Clifton strengths which I can't wait to bring that to leaders and managers so if you are listening to this just a little little plug here. Um, that is one of the things once I get my certification done, I cannot wait to really work with leaders and managers of small organizations, even large organizations with their leaders and come in and do workshops and to help you really lead better to learn to know your people and their talents and strengths, and then also use your own talents and strengths to become a best, the best leader possible. There's so much value in that. And there's so much power in all of that. So I'm super, super excited about that. And if you're curious to learn more about that, go ahead and reach out to me now. I'll, the certification program should be done in a couple of weeks. I plan on like really getting it done fast, but so I'll be ready to start these probably in May, if not sooner, if you're curious to learn more about how you can bring strengths, not just to empower yourself, but to empower your team and how to work with your team better. And that's something like in network marketing. If you're a leader in network marketing, a sales director or manager, or if you work in a corporate setting, any of those could benefit from the strengths. All right, but this is what I wanted to share. So as I was reading through this on self-assurance, this with working, you know, the coaching managers, exceptionally talented and self-assurance theme, this is the part I had to share with you is that two things, people exceptionally talented in the self-assurance theme feel confident in their ability to manage their own lives. They possess an inner compass that gives them confidence that their decisions are right. And then... Down to another paragraph, it says, managers with self-assurance tend to have an entrepreneurial approach to their work and will venture into, get ready for it, uncharted territory rather than shy away from risk. <laughs> this helps them promote creativity, drive innovation, and improve their team's level of performance and efficiency. They can lead the way for others. How appropriate, listeners, right? When I read that, because I'll be honest, sometimes I wonder, is Uncharted Entrepreneurs, does that even make sense? Like, is that the right name for what I want my, who I want my listeners to be? And when I read that, that was so self-affirming 
for that, of being able to venture into uncharted territory. And the part about the inner compass, because I feel like when I know the inner compass for myself, I can help you discover your own inner compass. That's my whole goal with not just strengths, but as the coaching and everything I do is I want to help you truly navigate your own business, your own leadership skills, your mindset, and ultimately your life so that you can make the best decisions, so that you know your inner compass is working to guide you. And together, we can go into this uncharted territory of something new that, yeah, it's a little risky, but it's the reward is so worth it. And I want to be that guide for you of taking you into this uncharted territory as an entrepreneur, as a higher level entrepreneur, as a leader, or just as somebody who's ready to step into a new place in life. That's what I want for you. So when I read that, um, I don't know, I just thought it was super cool. And I just wanted to share that with you. All right. As we've been doing, I'm just going to mention a few ideas. So if you do have self-assurance, some ideas to invest in your self-assurance talent to make it a superpower and some things that I'll be working on this year. So trust your talents, but always gather enough input from others to ensure that you make well-informed decisions. We talked about that. I love this. Appeal to your own internal guidance system to determine appropriate actions. Trust your instincts. And that is something that I have noticed for myself, and you've probably heard me share this on other podcasts, that when I get sidetracked and fuzzy on what I'm doing and how I'm going to do things and what my goals are and what approach should I take and even down to like, should I be on Instagram or should I be on Facebook? You know, littlest things to the biggest decisions. It's usually because I'm listening to too many voices. I've done a couple podcasts about this specifically. And when I can get quiet and trust my internal compass and my own instincts. And, you know, with the power of the Holy Spirit in there, that's when I'm at my best. That's when the best thoughts come. That's when the best decisions are made. And that's when the path seems clear. So I think that's good for all of us, but definitely for self-assurance that we know inside of us, the answers are there. We just need to give ourselves permission to pull them out. And if you're so caught up in what everybody else is doing in that noisy world that we have, we don't hear the best ideas. All right. Another idea is study your recent decisions to help you gather valuable insights to refine and strengthen your intuition. And again, this is great for anybody to go back to when you've done things right and wrong. We learn from everything, right? Uh, We're either growing or learning. Partner with someone with strong strategic, deliberative, or futuristic talents. This person can help assess the goals that you will commit to. You might need this help because once you set your sights on a goal, you are likely to stay with it until you achieve it. Now, I wish that last part was true for me, but I'm usually off to something new. Sometimes before I commit or finish a goal, which is not a good thing. 
But I love having partners that can help me think things through. And it's been interesting. I have a high strate- uh, strategic and futuristic, but I don't have a lot of the deliberative. So I do have some friends that they may look to me for my strategic But then I look to them as like, help me think this through because I know I'm going to miss some things. Like I react too quickly sometimes. So I know I need to go to those people that are going to like poke the holes in the thought (laughs) for me. And then the last one, which kind of goes along with that is partner with people whose input and intellectual talents complement yours as you gather information to address situations. These partnerships will help fine tune your inner compass. And again, the more we can learn about who we are and who we can partner with, the more powerful we all become. So I hope this has helped you. And again, if you have self-assurance in your top 10, let me know. I I want to find my self-assurance buddies out there. (laughs) And the last thing with self-assurance I'll leave you with is it just says, trust your gut and live your life on your terms. And even if you don't have self-assurance in your top 10, I want you to take that thought and receive it and run with it in 2021. We, most of us have the answers inside of us. We just need to trust ourselves to pull it out. So I believe in you and all the power you have to make all your dreams come true in 2021. So again, if you're ready to step into your greatness And just discover more about who you are and what you're meant to do on this earth. Like what your God-given talents and themes are and how to make them superpowers. I am here for you. I am so excited to take this next step in my journey to become certified with Gallup on strengths and then take it to the next level with you. So reach out to me, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram or shoot me an email at Sherry at Sherry Miter. Nope. Do sherrymiterco at gmail.com. I don't know if my other email is really working. So sherrymiterco at gmail.com. Let's chat. Let's see where we can take you in 2021. Because I don't know. I think when we really dive into our strengths, the possibilities are endless. All right. Thanks, my friends, for listening to the show. If this has gave you value or any of the strengths, podcast episodes or any of the episodes for that matter, can you do me a huge favor and do a friend a huge favor? Share the podcast with them. Say, hey, I've been listening to this. I think you might enjoy this too. Uh, You should be able to share directly from whatever podcast app you use to listen to the show. Also, if you haven't yet, can you go head over to iTunes, borrow somebody else's iPhone if you don't have one and leave a review. Reviews do help the podcast get found. It helps us rate higher and it helps other people know that, hey, you really should be listening to this podcast. So if you can rate and review the podcast, that would be wonderful. The only place to do that is over on iTunes. So check that out if you need to know how, reach out to me. 